Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Sine Chapel. Mm-hmm. Would you prefer to live in Smallville or Metropolis? Hmm. Well, I was going to say that a lot of bad things happen in Metropolis, but a lot of bad things happen in Smallville. Hmm. Probably Metropolis? It's bigger and there's more stuff going on, so you can probably hide from most of the drama, I guess. Mm-hmm. But then Smallville seems kind of cool as well with a diner, so... You'd pick Smallville. Ah. Well, the characters move pretty freely between them, so maybe they are very close, <laughs> given some of the... They're only an hour away. It's Brisbane and the logic. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Hello there, this is I Only Like You In Movies. My name's Lonnie, her name's Sine. How you doing, Sine? Hi, good, thanks. That's good. Well, the title's a bit inaccurate today because we love TV shows as well, including Superman and Lois. It's on Binge down here in Australia, but it's a CW show over in the US, but apparently not made by CW, but just broadcast on CW, apparently. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Okay, so that's where I'm coming from in this review. <laughs> Sine, not so much by the sounds of it. Well, listen, I seem to have garnered a reputation for not liking superhero things. <laughs> I do like them. I watch all of them and I engage with them. I just think sometimes they're a bit silly. Mm, okay. And also it's a CW show, so of course it's silly. Sorry, Lauren, I know you're, you're really <laughs> you're a big supporter of your CW shows. <laughs> But, but like, it's the it's the best one, right? I was like, it's one of the best you've seen, surely. Yeah, it's the least CW of the CW shows. So okay. yes, I think so. Now we haven't. Uh, I've only seen. I haven't seen. I've seen very little, I guess, of the CW superhero shows, the Arrowverse. Um, I've seen bits and pieces, I guess, over There's the years. Too many. Well, that's it. We didn't get on board at the very get go, did we? And then turn around, and it's like seven of them. Then, like, and episode got... eight has a crossover episode with this thing, mm. and so you need to watch this season first so you know who exactly. that character is. And it's like, someone can yeah. someone do a map for me? Please? I know, and they recently just all crossed over, and then Superman Lois is, it's like a, I guess it's a reboot of the whole universe. I can go into this without having watched any of the previous shows, even though this version of Superman and this version of Lois were on previous shows. Mm-hmm. But we went in pretty fresh. I've read a bit about what happened just so I had a bit of background knowledge, but you just went in on my recommendation. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful looking show, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay, we, we can agree on that. Yeah, it looks for sure. marvelous. Yeah. Lots of, it's all, it's all filmed up in Alberta somewhere, I think, or like in British Columbia. So it's beautiful. Lots of golden hour, sunsets on the farm. Even Metropolis stuff is, is pretty cool. I love some sun flares. You, you do, don't you, Sine? No, um, they do. Oh, sorry. I'm saying... They, they do. They got to do And they pull it out at a moment that makes no sense and is horrible and they're like, but just have some sunflares. This is really nice. Mm. See? Mm, okay. Well, no. Okay. Well, we're getting there. The music is really good as well. 
And that's not something I, I generally comment on or notice, especially in TV shows, but I was noticed it a lot in this. It's an incredible score. Yeah. And it, it's difficult because Superman's had some really good scores over the years, but yeah, this one is, it's it's kind of honours the, the traditional John Williams, but also his own um, fresh spin. If I want to get it somehow, I'll listen to it just by itself. It was beautiful. Dun, 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 dun. Boom, 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 boom. It's, it's true. It's a good representation of it, everyone. That's how it goes. <laughs> uh, and the acting as well, Sinead. So, By which characters specifically? Well, Superman and Lois. Let's focus yes. on that. So I think we should be talking about what the show's about. People might not have heard much about it. So it is Superman, obviously, and Lois. They're together. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing about these two characters in this show is that they're a bit older. They've got teenage sons. Mm-hmm. And in the first episode, it's this, it's this premise, so I'll, I'll say what it is now. They decide to go back and live in Smallville after being in Metropolis, being, you know, the classic Superman Lois you would know from classic, classic Superman, especially Superman Lois from, like, Lois and Clark 90s TV show. Mm-hmm. But also just the idea of, you know, Superman in Metropolis, he, he flies around saving people, she's a reporter, like, you get that from the movies and, and whatever. But this, they're a little bit older. They've been together. He's been a Superman for about 15, 20 years, closer to 20, I guess. But they're in the next phase of their life where they're like, I've got kids and they're in family trouble and they want to go live back on the farm. But Metropolis has changed and we're living in Trump's America, kind of, you know? So mm-hmm. that's the basic plot. And if you a bit unsure, I, re- I recommend we can watch the first five minutes on YouTube. And I watched that several times before I watched the actual show because I was loving it so much. It gives you a good recap. So you're probably not a huge, if not a Superman person, maybe wouldn't be for you, but maybe you would get enough, enough out of it still. I don't know. Um, but if you have seen some of these superheroes, if you had superhero fatigue, which some people do have, I think it's a nice antidote to that. What were your thoughts, Sinead? I agree. It's... I mean, it is about superheroes, but it's more about them, like, in the town. And, of course, things happen to the town that they need to protect it and stuff. But I don't yeah, know. It made it's a family just... drama, right? So, like, yeah. it's... Yeah, totally. So it's not just, like, beating people up and saving the world. It's kind of like the kids are at school and they're having trouble. So it's helping out. Yeah. But also, I do just want to show just with this Superman and this Lois just together. Yeah. Like, well... I, I want to see the the before the kids stuff. Yeah, and is that because you hate the kids, or is that because you just like that sort of um, Superman Lois? It's more? partly because I hate one of the kids, and then it's partly because <laughs> you can't hate the kids, and you can't hate so you hate children. I do. I hate that one particular child. Um, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. But the, there's a flashback episode, and it's like, oh, I want that. I want yeah. that when they when they meet and they do fun things. Yep, yeah, and they can you can meet Lex Luthor, and he's mm-hmm. got a fight, and she's a reporter on. The news and TV, and mm-hmm. when I've just told every episode that she's the world's most famous reporter, but she's the world's greatest reporter. So I just <laughs> need to know that you understand that. Yeah, like, Who is so our should... world's greatest reporter, like in the world. Um, hmm. does Oprah count? I guess because she did yeah. the, the Harry and Meghan yeah. expose. Yeah, yeah, she. There's a good reviewer, like a good person in the interview. She'll be the one who'll do it, won't she? Mm. I don't know. There could be someone in America, like. Why is the best reporter in the world American? Oh, no. Like the world's most famous potentially could be someone from America Fine. because they've got the most. They control the media, they control Hollywood. 
mm-hmm. the American elite. Here it's probably what Tracy Grimshaw. It's the only one the prime Maybe minister Tracy. wants to speak to. Well, lead, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, I should temper my my love for this show because I love Superman anyway. Like I'm a huge Superman fan, mm-hmm. and um, like I'm a bit of a sucker for like family dramas, and and I don't mind the fact that this is all about him being a dad and them raising kids and their relationship as adults, not just as like you know as people in their forties rather than people who are in their twenties or whatever. However, there are several, I guess you'd say, CW aspects to it, which <laughs> your your mileage may vary on how much you enjoy that those elements. So, yeah, I here's my things today. I went in wanting to love every episode, boots and all, and I did because you know I'm a, I'm a sucker for Superman, I'm a sucker for white girl with dark hair. Even you can admit that, like. <laughs> There's some questionable things. Yeah, what I'm saying though, I totally agree. But sometimes a show gets under your skin, and even if you know there are bad things about it, you like it anyway. Uh, That's where so I'm coming from. This is your Vampire Diaries. Well, Vampire Diaries are my Vampire Diaries too. But no, yes. I'm just saying, like, because I yeah. felt like that. Yeah. Even though so I knew things were ridiculous and stupid towards the end, and they kept going your... when they should have stopped further on. Still your show. Still my show. So yes, okay. okay. I feel like. I've got something I want to say about Superman and Lois as a couple, but I think we should get into some of your criticisms first because mine, I think, will make it all better. <laughs> okay. The kids. Yes. They've got two boys. They've got twin boys. There's a good one and a bad one, like all twins. <laughs> so, Jonathan, mm. best character. You begin hating because he's like the jock. You think he's, he's a jock. You think yeah. he's nothing more than a jock. He's not. He's a sweetie. He's, he's a little sweetheart. He is. He's the best kid. He's supportive of everybody. Yep. And you think that Jordan is the one who will have more empathy for because he, maybe you do, obviously, because he's had uh, mental health issues in his, in his time as a kid and he's, um, he's a bit more sensitive than his brother who seems to, everything comes easy to. But Sane, he's just not very good, is he? Like, uh, he's awful. Um, and what is it though? What what about him that does that rubs you the wrong way? Apart from the haircut. Listen, eighty five percent of it is the hair. <laughs> That's too much. I'm going to admit that. It's too much to hate a character based on hair. He needs a haircut. He needs okay. a haircut. Well, they had a hiatus. They've had like three hiatuses this season. Couldn't get him a little haircut in between, guys. Like. That's the one time I would, like, let go of any continuity mm. gripes. You wouldn't mind, would you? Please cut his hair. <laughs> his little face. Like, we're supposed to be, like, rooting for him and Sarah and then they're, like, having this kiss in the cornfield with the lens flares. No. Mm. Don't be with him. Be with Jonathan. That's who you're supposed to be with. Be with anyone else. Literally anyone. I think it also falls into the problem, like, he does a lot of... So it turns out he's got some soups-ish powers... And a lot of the season is him struggling with those. And so there's lots of, like, trying really hard. And then, I can't do it. I can't do it. And then, yes, you can. You're strong enough. And it's like, oh, God. It's funny because, like, like you go. He's just a little whiny baby. Like, (laughs) it's just, oh, my, I'm sneezing a lot. I'm sick. Someone help me. (laughs) And then at the end, they do the most CW thing ever where they have, like, actors pretending to be other characters because mm-hmm. they put 
They put the dad and the kid. <laughs> they put the dad in the kid. They put the dad in the we, kid. We need some context for that. So know. there's a bad guy called Morgan Edge. Turns out he's from Krypton. He's got a hologram dad the same way that Kal-El does. They're somehow trying to bring back all the Kryptonian souls by putting them into Smallville bodies. Something mm. happens with an eradicator. I didn't quite follow all that. Anyway, they put the hologram dad into Jordan's subconscious. So his mind is... So he's pretending take, to be the dad. Over. And... Um, it goes about as well as you'd expect, uh, which is terribly. Which is terribly. However, luckily, the power of love overcomes it, so that's good. As it always does. Superman, who has, like, been Superman his whole life and One thing I he's did the world's like best that, hero. Though. I was going to say, he, he struggles to, to fight off Zod in his mind, but his little shitty kid can fight off this other guy because of love. But you know why I liked that, though? Why? Because it was Jonathan saying, I love you, that mm. got through to him because it was yeah. the brothers, because they love each other. You know, I think brotherly love doesn't get enough, does it, in film? And that's something we love so much about Boss Genuine Baby. brotherly love, not Salvatore yeah. brothers brotherly love, like Brother. genuine. Oh, God. they got their own whiskey now. So they... I saw. <laughs> Please stop. Brother. Stop. Yeah, I know. What you... <laughs> I think that's, that's why we respond so well to Boss Baby, because that's one of I don't want that kind of mind of like actual brotherly love being mm. portrayed in an interesting way on the film. Mm-hmm. And it is nice to see brothers and they, they have their fights and things go wrong, obviously, as they do in families, but they, they come together in the end. Um, it, it doesn't, it kind of falls away uh, later in the season, but the first like five episodes, there's a scene where Superman and Lois are on the porch together, drinking some wine. They're alcoholics. It just, <laughs> Every night they're on the porch drinking wine. And like, surely it doesn't do anything for Superman because he wouldn't process it, would he? Because he's well. Then why is he drinking at all? No, just for the fun of it, just because to help Lois out, I guess. I don't know. Maybe maybe give him a slight buzz for like a second. I don't know. Anyway, it just felt very adult-like, didn't it? Felt like an adult drama where they, you do put the kids to bed and then you have a, a wine bit together. Lifetime movie for me. Those bits. Well, a bit bold and the beautiful sort of. Young in the restless days of our lives. Why are you sighing at me? I bring to you a perfect show. It's not perfect, though. I give to you <laughs> the world's most perfect show. No. And this is what I get. You don't. You bring to me the best casting of Lois ever. Hey, that's a big claim, Sinead. I'm sticking to Margo it. Margot Kidder. Oh, Margot. I did forget about Margot. Since then. Obviously. Well, you haven't seen much Terry Hatcher, though. She's pretty no, big in the 90s. No, she's not who Lois should be. Lois isn't tan. Um, okay. <laughs> equal best. Oh, I do love Margo. Margo probably didn't get a good run, though. Like equal best equal best casting of Lois. I've said it. Okay, good. Now, that's what, that's, um, I'm glad you said that. We'll get into that. Here's my thing about Superman and Lois as the characters, right? Mm-hmm. You can have all the Superman you want and all the Lois you want, right? In all the movies and everything, right? For me, Superman and Lois's most important aspect of them being in a story is that they love each other and that they are in a relationship and committed to each other. And the fact that Superman is an alien superhero who could easily go off the deep end and be like a world dictator. Mm-hmm. He loves this woman and he has a regular job and he's just trying to do the right thing by her. That is what makes him superhero, really, because he's a, such a nice guy. He's the world's loveliest guy raised by the world's loveliest parents, right? Mm-hmm. 
So I think if you don't get the relationship between them right, the whole film or the whole story falls apart. This is what I bring to you, Man of Steel and Justice League, etc. Because as much as I love Amy Adams and as much as I love Henry Cavill, I've never bought them as Superman Really? Lois. Yeah, I just don't get it. This is the first time I'm hearing of this. You didn't mention it at the time. Well, they're fine, right? But in comparison to this, where the whole show is brought together and made so much better by their genuine relationship at the center of it all that's mm-hmm. making making me think about maybe the elements of the recent movies that didn't quite work were the fact that the central couple didn't quite work together as well as they could have i disagree those movies had way bigger problems than that well you're not the only problem <laughs> clearly there are other issues with those movies as much as they've got good parts but i think if you're going to make a superman lower show or movie or whatever you need to make sure we're on their side and we believe them and that they love each other and they seem like a couple. And that's what this show does really well. So I don't know, maybe it's a false equivalence. Maybe I'm just trying to justify why I like this show not so much and like them as actors and performances. But it's important, right? You've got to have them as the yes. as the two people love each other and you're on their side. And there are some moments, we've got to admit, Sine, there are some moments where she's a bit like you, okay? Um. In, in which moments in particular? Like when she's having a fight with him and he says, I hate you, but I love you or something like that. Even though I hate you right now, of course I, I miss you or, or something. I'm being, I know I'm being unreasonable, but it doesn't matter. I'm really passionate about this argument right now and I'm going to continue having it with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Correct. And I'm a bit like him and the fact that I'm like a, a very handsome and can fly and etc. He's great. He's perfectly cast too. Like he looks yeah. like how Superman no, he- should look. Yeah, he doesn't have, a, like, this... Obviously, he doesn't look exactly like Henry Cavill, who is the most recent big-screen Superman, but he looks enough like Superman, right? Like, he fits the part, for sure. Oh, not enough like Superman. Like, he is Superman. He's a rugged Superman. Yeah. He's got a bit of stubble, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Here are some more complaints from me. Okay, okay here we go. But okay, you liked Superman, you liked Lois as characters and actors. However, you hate... Well, Jordan... Well, yeah, yeah, we get that. Also, there's a button for calling soups, right? And the button mm. is like a cigarette lighter, but one of the flippy open cigarette lighters, and then it's like a pager, and then it's got a button inside. Why? Have a bracelet. Have a little, mm-hmm. like, clip. Have something that doesn't, like, get taken out of your hand and flies into the other side of the room or that you have to open and then, like, click the button. Mm. Come up with a better system, guys. Also, totally. why do they even need that? Because Soups is like, I can hear you. And half the time they're like, Dad, and he comes and gets them anyway. So why do you even have the button? It's like a sensor, I think, that goes directly to him. Like he's picked up on that frequency or something. So Yeah, but he can hear everything that happens in the world. And every time they call out to him, he knows. Not every time. He, he couldn't find the kid. That's not true. They're at the, well, that's because he wasn't in, because he wasn't in himself. The dad was in the kid. There's a bit where they're at school and Clark just, like, hears it and just runs over because he thinks they're about to explain that Jordan's got superpowers. So he's tuned in enough to them to know where they are. Why isn't he yeah, a pager? I, yeah, I think it's just, like, he's always listening, but maybe that's just, like, a no. red alert alarm. No. That, okay, come right here now. No. Okay. Um, there's another family in this show. Mm, Lana. Lana, who is Superman's ex, but we never get anything interesting done with that part of the 
story at all. Yeah, we do. There's a bit where he, there's a flashback to him coming back to the Smallville to yeah, but finally declare his love for her, and then she's off with. They don't do anything with it in present day. They don't have they, awkwardness. They, they don't work through they it. They say they're best friends several times, Sine. They do say they're best friends several times after showing us no evidence that they're best friends. Yes. Also, like, isn't your isn't Lois your best friend, mate? Like, it's that's be real. Bizarre. You shouldn't call your ex girlfriend your best friend. You know, her and... husband, who is uh, my but second. You're supposed, you're supposed to hate him, Sine. Am I, though? Because at the end, I'm supposed to be rooting for him that he's rescued the person in the burning building in the slow-mo. Yeah. At, at first, he's difficult. No. Then you can empathise with him because he's trying to save his town. No. And then he's like, he's, but he's been duped by, uh, by a billionaire. I wonder if that is any yeah. relevance to more recent um, times. He wouldn't have been duped if he wasn't so dumb. <laughs> oh, Sine. Anyway, they have a child named Sarah who's the one who inexplicably likes Jordan. She is the best thing about this show. Her acting, yeah. wow. Most yeah, naturalistic, like, perfectly a teenager. All of her little, like, actions and effects that she puts on when she's not, like, speaking. Love her so much. She's perfect. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah, it, it's it's funny. I would say she's the best actor on the show, even though... I agree. Like the main the main two of the title. They're, they're giving the performance of characters who... Of actors who lead a TV show. Mm -hmm. And she's just giving her own little star performance in her couple scenes every episode. She's so good. Especially when she has to sing at the talent show. Oh, my God. So that's an, a perfect example of CW stuff. Every time you cast someone who can kind of sing, is it in their contract that you have to write a storyline into yeah. the show? I've mentioned Vampire Diaries already. They were the worst for this. <laughs> Candace, sorry, Caroline, Candace the actress, sings mm. at Mystic Grill for no reason because someone heard her singing on set and is like, yeah, let's get her to sing. Mm. no. No, we don't have to do this, guys. Not every role on the CW needs to be have a singing part. Like this isn't. No, no. they gotta they gotta throw in something no, there for like the don't. teen girls. They don't need a talent show. No, they don't need Jordan coming in and knowing how to play piano. That whole thing was like, oh, the worst. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but that family also has another child. <laughs> I always forget little Sophie. Well, the show seems to forget about her a lot mm. as well, mm. that she exists. <laughs> because we just completely have scenes and complete episodes yeah. without her even in it. They just send her off. Why? Why yeah. make them have a kid if you're never going to use her in mm. the show? Just make Sarah a single child. That's fine. Only child. 
Yeah, exactly. And if and if you're gonna have a second daughter, make her part of the story and make like it was it cool sometimes to see Sarah being an older sister and yeah, but like, like she's got other stuff going on in her life apart from her boyfriend or whatever. So, they didn't yeah. want to deal with her, so they just shipped yeah. her off to grandma's or to an arts or something for most of I'm the not. series. Yeah. I, I'm I'm a little bit torn on some aspects of the show because of course there's an overarching villain and there's a plot going on in each episode and each episode there's like an obligatory fight scene about three quarters of the way through before the you know before the there's a cliffhanger it's very formulaic because you know network tv it's fine um but for me sometimes i'd just rather just watch them be on the farm being parents and yes or just as you said flashbacks to them when they were cracking cases together on, on for the paper and he was being superman you know i just want a whole Metropolis. series of that though yeah and that. so sometimes i'm like oh morgan edge is doing something couldn't really care but yeah. at the same time that sort of stuff washed over, you know, everything else I was invested in, so it was okay. What do you think of John Henry Irons? I liked him, and there was a cool reveal that it was, we thought he was like an alternative Lex at first. Mm -hmm. We thought he was Lex very first, and then we thought he was like a different universe Lex, and then we are like, oh, okay, he's actually Steel, that's Mm -hmm. pretty cool. Another Vampire Diaries connection, he was Cade on Vampire Diaries. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, I grew to like him, and I liked his little mm. buddy relationship with Jonathan. I thought that was nice. Mm, he was acting, was cool. but they could have gone further with that because he was acting like a father figure because Superman was like never home, so they could have like played on that a little bit more. Yeah, and I guess they do. The interesting thing is he's come from another dimension. In his world, he's with Lois Lane, mm. his version of Lois that Lane. Was cool. So there was a lot of tension like coming back to this, but I didn't feel the chemistry between those two actors at all. Like nah. there's a flashback to their universe where they're like in bed together and it's like mm, yeah I don't, I don't, I is that just him. because we're so much on superman and lois like we're invested in them and it kind of felt wrong but i suppose it feel wrong i guess but i'm with you i, I didn't, I didn't buy, buy the chemistry and then at the end at the barbecue he's like this is so hard because you're i'm in love with you or a woman who looks like you and it's like are you you haven't really mentioned how difficult you find this throughout the whole thing you mentioned yeah. it like once when you first came and you got over it really quickly I it could know. have been maybe he could have told like had a the scene with with um Superman saying that sort of stuff too. You could have lots of telling in this like, show. Okay, we're we're in love with the same girl, sort of thing, but not the same person. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Lots of telling that she's the best reporter. Uh, lots of telling that she, he's in love with Lois without actually yeah. doing any of the groundwork. Yeah, I, I feel that. Um, I want to talk about the the newspaper, the Smallville Gazette. Yes, who has I love it. I love it in some ways, right? Because it's mm-hmm. it's cool to have a small town newspaper, and it's kind of funny to see her go there and, and try and work under someone else because she's she's won a Pulitzer Prize or whatever. That's kind of cool, all that stuff. Couple couple notes, though, for mm-hmm. me. If you're running an investigation into, like, secret goings-on about the new billionaire who's come to town and he's built a factory or whatever, maybe don't have your, like, board with pictures and notes and red string going from this person to this person. Right next to a window? Just everyone in, oh. into the door. Anyone can walk in and see it. And the door, then the window walking past. It's so dumb. And this is in a situation <laughs> when Lois is like, she's had her car bombed, like she's yeah. been targeted. And we're just yeah. putting it right there in the open. Having the back read everybody. Anyway, <sighs> my second point is that, yeah, end of the series, we're talking about so whatever, they've invested into the paper. So Lois is like a partner. And she's like, you know what? We're going to um, investigate things and tell people the truth, right? Here's my point about that, Lois. Mm. The only reason you had someone talk about this year in the newspaper is because of Morgan Edge. That's resolved now, right? Mm-hmm. 
So you're going to go back to talking about like, I don't know, small town issues about the school fate, <laughs> you know, someone on the main street, there's a pothole or something like, I don't think there's, there's an ongoing, it's enough going on in Smallville, a small town that's dying that you keep telling us show for you to invest half of your, like all, all of your money from the house that you sold in Metropolis to this little dying paper, like... Maybe there is, but also maybe there's not because you don't always have Superman going and killing people, you know, having stuff going on in, in town. Two points about that. Firstly, she's like, here, I can only afford to pay you half of the offer you've you've been given. I thought the whole point was that it had to fold because they didn't have enough money. How does half the money help that? It doesn't. Also, she's like, now we're going to tell the truth as opposed to before when the paper was not reporting on things. That mm. was never set up. I, I, I'm not sure if I understood that correctly, but the, the, what I got was that she was going to go equal partners with Chrissy rather than someone else buying Chrissy out completely. But you're right, that doesn't quite resolve does the work, fact. How We don't know if Chrissy has that much money to front to own it. Well, I thought she did own it, but it was going under, so she was going to sell it. Oh. And so maybe Lois was like, hey, I'll buy out half of it, and then that'll keep you afloat for a little bit, maybe. I don't know. It doesn't make much sense, but that's fine. <laughs> it's not a show that makes sense. That's fine. It's not a show that makes sense. <laughs> uh, no, but just maybe me and other people who like the show so much are just really excited to see a good Superman on screen. Maybe. Because it's been a while. It's been well, potentially like Henry, since... He, got, yeah. he drew the short story, didn't... I never felt like he got a good run at being Superman. Yeah. Like, all these Superman shows seem so... They skip past the interesting stuff and go straight to, oh, a big battle with a big baddie. Mm. For me, the interesting thing about Superman, which you mentioned before, is the relationship with Lois, is him growing up in Smallville, is him trying to understand that he can't use his powers and, you know, Mm -hmm. all that stuff and then becoming a reporter and being on the beat. Like, you don't see any of that stuff. They go straight to, this is Superman, he's got powers, his dad's dead, he's moved away, Mm. he's in Metropolis. Now he's telling Lois that he's Superman and we're here now. Like, they never want to talk about that interesting stuff. They just want to have, like, the big fights with the big baddies, you know? And baddies in this show, Morgan Edge, is the most generic villain. Mm. He's doing evil stuff for the sake of being evil and apparently his motivation is that he never had a family, question mark, and he was always jealous of Clark and his family, question mark. So he's wants to create a family, of Kryptonians in this town for himself. I had a thought on that. It's always like there's, there's always a couple of Kryptonians who also survive somehow, right? It's always like yeah. Superman's the last one. There's always a couple out there. The planet, the planet's been destroyed, but some people got off. Even though we've already yeah. established that there was only one pod that got off, and that was no, Superman's no. baby one. Yeah. Though the thing is that they always come and try and take over Earth. Like if you came and asked Superman for help, he would definitely help you. Yeah. When you come in and try and destroy the earth and take it over and rule it as, you know, gods, that's when he gets upset and mm-hmm. has to take you out. He's so the world's mo- if they came nicest to him, guy. He'll come and just hang out. Yeah. If they came to him and said, hey, my name's, I, I don't know what his other name is, Morgan Edge. I survived Krypton and that's really cool. Hey, do you think, like, can I live here? You're living here. Can I live mm. here too? Can we do a thing? Like, he'd probably say, sure. You'd work something out. Here's a little cave for you. The thing is, though, the ones who survive are always like the militaristic fascist tater ones. So I can see why. 
But I've seen someone mention that Man of Steel, the whole thing is that they want to terraform um, Earth into being like a new Krypton. Mm-hmm. It's like you could have done that to Mars and then Very true. And there's you no one living there. And you wouldn't have to deal there. with all the people. Yeah, right. Maybe you couldn't live there because it's too hot or whatever. But still, you, if you've got a machine that can terraform, you can probably, you know, make it okay. Also, just be nice to Superman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean because Superman and Henry Cavill... I think he's a great Superman, just hasn't had the, the, the best material to work with. A bit like Ben Affleck, really. He was a pretty good Batman in the end, but hasn't been well-serviced by the stories and all the on the goings-on behind the scenes too. I think, yeah, he unfortunately was kind of set up to fail because everyone loved Christian Bale so much and no one was, you know, even engaging in the possibility that we could have a new Batman and so he was already, you know, starting off on the back foot and then... He didn't get a greatest run and then he was quite vocal about being completely over the character and not wanting to continue mm. because he wasn't liked very much and then it just all completely went into a, yeah. Well, he's coming back for one more though, so that's good. And he's always had his personal issues too. And I think yeah. Henry Cavill is much happier doing other stuff where he doesn't have to worry about it. In Superman. the most recent um, film, not Snyder, mm. not the Snyder Cut, he's done. He's over it. Yeah. He barely even brings any energy to the performance. Like Who's that, Ben or ben. Henry? Yeah, yeah like totally. It's very clear that he doesn't want to do this. It's not enjoyable watching something that he doesn't enjoy. Anyway, we've decided to detract from this show. Well, totally. I just it's, it's really nice to see a good Superman and um, our colleagues on the Weekly Planet podcast have spoken about it and they, they've said that there's a tension, especially for James, who loves Superman as well, mm-hmm. like... Because it's CW and not all of the Arrowverse shows have had the best um, run. And some of them are good, some of them bad. Some of them have had six seasons where like you get to the bottom of the barrel sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so this one comes along, it's good. But like every episode, you're waiting for it to go really bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, as you see, like, is it going to stay good? Obviously, it didn't stay good for you the whole time today. No, Sorry about that. It didn't. But there's always next season, isn't there? So that's yeah. good. Yeah. I think there was just there's too many silly things. Like... Jonathan breaks his arm at the end and yet can still fire a gun and then, like, the general's walking around <laughs> with internal bleeding after being in the car accident and yeah. he's fine. Like, just stupid things like that where it so doesn't, doesn't make sense. Having that said, there are some really good individual moments too for the characters. Like, there's some really nice moments between Lois and her father, the general, General Lane, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. um, where they basically she accuses him of being a bad father and he's like yes but also i'm trying to save the world so like keep coming some slack and they kind of meet in the middle eventually but he developed bloody chemical weapons yeah but even superman's like hey it's probably a good idea in the end because um, no, i'm it's not a good <laughs> like... idea it was though i don't know and like clark trying to be a good dad is like you know he's kind of mastered being superman but yeah. he has a master being a dad that was kind of interesting did though like anytime they were like you're never around he's like okay i'll be around more and they're like oh problem solved they didn't actually engage with the fact that the kids felt abandoned they just had one conversation which was like oh listen to your mother and lois would yell at them and then that was it actually make him a bad dad make him not able to connect with the kids make him unable to like do things around the house or i don't know like i think they were able to that early on he missed like the the psychologist appointment because he was saving the one thing He overstepped the boundaries because he was trying to help the kids too much and then they were mad at him for not telling them. I don't know. No. No? Okay. All right. Right. Let's talk about the season two hint. 
Mm-hmm. So at the end of the season, Natalie comes back. Who is Natalie, you ask? Natalie is John Henry Irons and Lois Lane's child from an alternate universe, the one that John's from. She somehow built herself her own machine to come yeah. to Smallville. I don't know. But she's also the daughter that they lost in this universe. Well, the same oh, name at least. I didn't pick up on that. That's the miscarriage. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to cause well, ripples. shit. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be tough for them to deal with. Huh. Mm. There you go. So it's it's interesting how they'll approach that. Okay, that's I'm I'm more on board with that than I was. One thing that I will look forward to potentially is maybe some more Superman stories. I kind of felt like the Morgan Edge stuff. I don't know. Was he just like a a poor man's version of Lex Luthor? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm keen to see some some Superman villains. Mm. You know, in like you know, maybe not all interesting, but it kind of. I don't know, maybe felt like they were trying to do their own thing a bit too much by having this storyline. I'm kind of here to see some of those classic Superman stories. Mm. And also maybe some stuff like, rather than just having one overall story, though, and that we follow each episode, maybe just have some things where Superman, like once or twice he goes and helps like stop a bank robbery or a bridge is falling apart. Like some of that stuff could have been a bit more to get a sense of who this guy is, sort of case of the week style, you know? So they talk so much about how he's connected to the community and they love Smallville and Smallville's worth saving, but he doesn't seem very engaged with the town as a whole. Well, I think they got they got too sidetracked by the conspiracy and yeah. whatever, you know. Like there's that very famous um, panel you've probably seen online about the the woman who's about to jump off a building in Metropolis, mm. but then Superman comes and, and saves her. And he doesn't save her by like catching her in midair. He saves her by showing up giving her a hug. Like that's the Superman I want to see. That sort of guy who, mm. who is does as well as much with his presence and his good spirit and his good deeds like that, as opposed to just like saving the car that's about to hit the baby or whatever, or you know saving the bridge that's collapsing. That stuff's cool, but I think there's so much more to Superman than we see often. Yeah, I, I had a good time watching it, even though we have these complaints and. Quibbles, you know. It was, it was fun, fun to, to watch. watch. We watched it together too, even though it was separately, which has been good. Yeah, it was fun, and I'll watch season two. But like, we all know it's a little bit rough around the edges, right? <laughs> yeah, but as I said, if you if it connects to you like it did me, you'll have a good time, no matter what. I think. Yeah. Or you'll be like Sine, sitting back with your arms folded. That's not me at all. <laughs> they do the most stupid thing, like put the dad and the kid, and then that's just like. <laughs> I just started laughing because it yeah. just takes you out of it. What a ridiculous choice that was, story-wise. Yeah, you got to understand it's a CW show. It's not like HBO, so yes, it's it's not it's not top tier quality. But I really liked it. Can't wait, wait, wait to watch more. Four stars for me, Sunny. What about you? Hmm. I'll give it three. It was fun. You're just saying that to make me feel better. No. It no, was fun. Genuine, genuine. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was just like, you know. Yeah. I just wanted more. You know, sometimes we have to disagree, agree to disagree on shows, Sine. Is this? There are is... bits that I liked. I don't like that I'm getting this reputation as a superhero hater. <laughs> I like superheroes. I just, like, why is the kid so annoying? And why are they in love, the kid and Sarah, and we don't ever see that? And then. 
At least John's got a bit of love interest towards the end of the No, I hate that girl. Go away. Why do you hate her? Because she tried to trick him. And then she's like, yeah, I did. And he's like, oh, cool. You're being honest about it. Like, what? And then he called her on it. And she's like, oh, by the way, my dad's in prison, so you can't be mad at me. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, oh, this must be really hard. And then now they're together? What? No. Sarah should be with Jonathan. Jordan should go live in the cave of silence. What's it called? Fortress of Solitude. (laughs) I mean, I'm not wrong. Yeah. He should go live in the Fortress of Solitude and then Lois and Clark can move back to Metropolis. They're going to leave Jonathan there. Jonathan will be fine. And then we can have just a show of them being in Metropolis as reporters together. Okay. That's what I'd like. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I'll watch that. So you can watch this on Binge down here in Australia or CW overseas. Um, I would recommend giving it, checking it out if you're a superhero adjacent fan. So see, here's the thing though: if you're already a superhero fan, you've probably already like are on the ball with this and going to watch it. If you're mm. not a superhero fan, then you probably won't watch it. So like, there's no in between with these sorts of things. I don't think you're either really into comic books and superheroes or you're not at all. Well, this this might sort of tread that line though because it might bring in people who are more into family dramas and you know True. small town sort of things but it also might turn up people who are into superheroes punching robots and stuff so i think there's not going to be enough superhero stuff for the people who like superheroes and not enough of the small town stuff for people who like that though like Unless it sits in this sort of like vague middle ground they call it the lonnie middle ground because it's just enough for me right <laughs> it's made for me this show well, that's nice. We all, you know, mm. we all get one show that's made specifically for us. And it's I've nice. actually got two. What's your second one? Emily in Paris. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I forgot last week, but I did this week. That was good. Felt good. The thing good. that is annoying right. is when I fall into it like that. That's the most annoying thing. Not the mention of it. It's when you trick me. Thank you. Anyway. <laughs> All right, please get in touch. Let us know what you thought of Emily in Paris. I mean, Superman <laughs> Lois. Do not tweet at me with your Emily in Paris thoughts. Coming up soon. Season Taking two squarely will be at Lonnie. You and Lonnie can have a little talk fest if you want to talk about it. <laughs> God knows we're going to have to review it for the yeah. podcast. So. Oh, yeah, we will. Get Erica back. Erica, I need your strength. Please. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. What are we going to watch next time? Who knows? Something. <laughs> Find something. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.